Due to the increased demand on broadband from more people working from home, the internet connection isn't perfect. We've done our best to manage this as best we can, and we hope the occasional dips don't distract too much from your listening experience. We hope you stay safe and well, and enjoy the show. This is Client Side from Fox Agency. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning... Richard Quelch is the Global Head of Marketing for Origin Pharma. His expertise is in growing businesses by inspiring employees, educating customers, and creating and executing highly effective global marketing strategies. His greatest strength is in brand development to understand and manage the integration of marketing and sales teams to deliver campaigns to maximize budget return. Richard Quelch, welcome to ClientSide. Thank you for having me. You studied media studies at college uh, it seems as though you always had your sights set on entering a career in the media and the marketing world yeah um interestingly when I, I went through from year 11 into year 12 into the sixth form stroke college years the two years that I was at that, that college um I I actually entered into media studies now at the time um it was seen as a, as a bit of a mickey mouse subject matter um, but my passion for, for campaigns and marketing and advertising was, was always there from probably probably year seven, year eight in secondary school. Um, and I wanted to pursue it. So I actually, yeah, I went into media studies and believe it or not, I, I got a I got an A uh, within wow. it, uh, particularly around a campaign that I did for FUBU, which mm-hmm. which actually was a, a clothing brand. And it was originated from kind of the rap and hip hop mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. Um and looking at me, you probably would never associate me with the, the rap and hip hop industry itself. But um, I just love the uh, I just love fashion, and I love the fact that fashion and music came together and it produced this clothing brand. And I really, really enjoyed developing that that coursework within media studies. So, yeah, that that's kind of set me on the path to that to the to the advertising world. Really interesting. You you worked in recruitment in two thousand and eight at. Uh, Pareto Law. Uh, that's a really hard-nosed sales environment, the sort of recruitment en- environment. What did you learn from there that you later used in other parts of your career? Um, an interesting couple of years with with Pareto um, because it is that kind of that boiler room uh, environment, but but thoroughly enjoyed it at the same time. Don't get me wrong; it was really tough. But what really really got me as a as a developing you know, a commercial guy with a bit of gravitas and a bit of business acumen. It, it taught me how to to be able to hold myself to speak to you know big CEOs mm. and directors of big commercial businesses that mm. required a service or a product. And at this time was was basically young, hungry graduates going in as a salesperson into these uh, you know large companies and sometimes small businesses that needed a bit of a rocket. Um, and I've and I and I learned a lot and I learned a lot through how to deal and negotiate. But also how to market as well, because we were marketing a human being, and that human being USP was a young, hungry salesperson who doesn't want to be on a on a large salary. is mm. is hungry to get that you know on target earnings for the year, and really understanding how how a commercial entity worked and what they actually required, which you know obviously then stood stood me stood me in good stead. Mm. Really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, fast forward a few years and you become the global head of marketing at Origin Pharma. Tell us what problems you solve for your customers. Um, well, simply put, we, we solve the packaging problem that they may have. Um, 
we are we are a primary packaging company um and we basically can deliver the full and, I, and again classic cliche term which i kind of despise at the same time which is <laughs> ironic in what i'm saying but um is a, a full commercial concept commercial model so they can come with to us and they need a piece of packaging developing for a specific medicine um, and we can take that from the drawing board um, and take that right through to manufacturing the physical physical product and delivering it to their filling site across across the world so um, we're, we're creating that uh, all under one roof solution um, because it's synonymous in the healthcare and pharma industry that it's very traditional they go to the the big you know the big packaging manufacturers who just do one piece of packaging and they don't they don't you you know they don't they're not very dynamic um slow turning lorries what i would call the farmer farmer industry because they're used to their traditions but pharma um as a as a as an industry needs to develop and needs to become a lot more dynamic dynamic in its thinking and its sourcing so um origin have created the hp3 model the hybrid farmer packaging model which allows that farmer company to come to us and and actually access and design packaging record speeds which has never been seen before in the pharma industry so mm. we're actually solving the you know speed to market problem that the pharma industry has mm. super interesting and it's important to say at this point that we're in the middle of the corona virus pandemic i don't know whether we're at the, the middle or the beginning or sort of where we are it's week five or six i'm actually losing count of the weeks actually like, but yeah, i was gonna say it feels like six months into it, <laughs> exactly um but I, I would say that i would probably you say as well that you're an important part of that supply chain in the pharmaceutical industry seeing as though more and more people now are relying on uh sort of getting their their medicines and, and their drugs Talk a little bit about the how you're responding to the COVID nineteen situation and what role does Origin Pharma play in this important supply chain? Um, do you know what? I'll, I'll firstly, I'd start off, and I did actually post this on on LinkedIn um, a couple of weeks ago when, well, I said initially when it all started to materialise that it was a it was a it was a bigger problem than we envisaged um, as a as a nation and on a, on a global level as well. And I'm, I'm proud to be part of a business that is actually supporting the front line uh, within the UK. Uh, we're a UK company. We're out of our roots. We've been, Origin has developed over 55 years. And our job at the moment, which is which is really nice, is the fact that our, and I don't claim to be a frontline worker. It's not me. I'm, I'm the guy, I'm the marketeer mm. who strategically helps develop business. But our operations guys are the true heroes of Origin because they're, they're in our in our warehouses and they're they're fulfilling a role to support, I would say, around the pharmacy market in the UK. And as we know that people are accessing medicines and medicines day to day now, especially in this sensitive environment, and we're um, we're giving the pharmacy the, the packaging that they require to be able to help their help their patients mm. and, and hospitals across the country. And it's it's a really nice feeling to 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 be a part of the fact that we're a part of that supply chain and and ensuring that you and I, the everyday person, mm. are being helped with with medicines being delivered and dispatched uh, mm. to us so that's that's origin at the moment is mm. we're we're seeing unprecedented times I, I refuse to use that term but we <laughs> are and 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 actually origin are, are supporting that in a small way supporting that function which is a really nice to be part mm. of yeah it must feel really good to be part of the effort to actually help uh, the situation whereas many businesses and many people just have to sort of sit by while um, a lot of the other people sort of put their lives on the line, literally. 
Um, Absolutely. So really interesting to hear that. Um, so, so what what would you say are the biggest biggest business issues that the company faces now, both from a operational and strategic standpoint, and how are you overcoming them? Um, it's an interesting question, therefore. Um, the biggest the biggest issues at the moment for for a company like ours, like Origin, um, is. I mean, I take it both ways. We've got a sister brand called Lifestyle Packaging, which we, we launched at the early, uh, late uh, 2018, beginning of 2019. Um, and that essentially was, a, was appeasing other markets from personal uh, you know, perfumes, um, fragrances, CBD, um, nutraceuticals, etc. And then there's Origin. Now, the problem that Origin's got at the moment is where do we go next um, in, a, in a positive light? Because you know the, we're growing as a business, we had a five-year plan in twenty in 2015 when I initially joined, um, and we had a plan to get to a set in 2020, and we're we're achieving it, and we'll probably go through it as well by the end of this year. And now the the the, the problem we've got as a business is what do we do next to to create that new level of business or a new proposition, and that's the problem we've got. Um, and then there's lifestyle, which is embryonic in its in its brand development, uh, giving its offerings. But that's been hit quite hard in terms of in it, where there's multiple of industries where, from perfume through to CBD, um, through to you know those kind of um, lifestyle businesses around looking after yourself have, have, have taken a back seat. Mm. People are trying to recover at this moment in time, and we 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 have reflected our robust robust supply chain from Origin, and we've reflected that into the back end of lifestyle. So customers from lifestyle can get the benefit of the of the 55 years worth of experience that we've got in supply and design, and bring that into lifestyles. And so people will have a problem of of trying to find a bottle or design a bottle and get it manufactured because lifestyle has that capability. Whereas other companies will will potentially source from other other areas of the world, which are having problems getting out of the country for mm. obvious reasons. Mm. Um, and that and that's the problems and the challenges that lifestyle face with their customers but we feel as though we've got the supply chain and the model to support that and then i'm kind of flipping in between the two with the two hats but with with origin it's what's our next investment hmm. to be able to improve the supply chain within the pharma and healthcare industries when it comes to packaging um we had that same problem a couple of years ago um when it was there was lack of clean room facilities for packaging to be produced in so we we went on a on an investment program to the tune of 1.6 million, hmm. um, and created a, a really bespoke clean room facility here in East Yorkshire attached to our head office. Um, the reason why that's so unique is because it has multiple manufacturing techniques in there. Um, so honestly, you'd get a clean room where it just delivers one manufacturing technique. But what we're trying to do is create that flexibility for pharma and healthcare industries to. Uh, come to us and say, look, we need this product developing and, and then manufacture. Can you help? Well, if it's a, a set, if it, if it if with the bigger manufacturers, they would say it has to be at a certain volume. Well, mm. with us, we can support that smaller quantity through to the larger quantity. So, supposedly, I suppose going round in a long-winded answer, that that's our problem with Origin is what can we do to ensure that we're re, not not reinventing ourselves, but creating a new arm. Um, uh, for the business to to keep on growing, now mm. we're about to hit the next five year plan, which is exciting in itself. And 
we're looking to double our turnover um, from 20 million to 45 million um, by the end of 2024. So we're sat here as we were five years ago thinking, where are we going to double our turnover? Mm -hmm. I don't know where we're going to go. But we've managed to do it and we've done that through really very strategic um, investment, but also some really nice and very thorough brand development exercises that has got to where we are and the reputation that we've built as an origin brand. And we're doing that now with lifestyle, which is really exciting. Super interesting. So, so from a marketing and communications standpoint, talk about what your main role and responsibility is in this environment, both from the point of view of articulating where origin goes next, uh, what your next steps are and, and helping to double turnover over the next few years and talk about how your agency relationships are helping you uh, solve those challenges. Um, well, if, I t if I quickly take it back to five years ago when I first joined, um, they had no marketing function origin as a company. Um, and they, I'm, I'm actually really intrigued by how they developed their business, but they, were, they literally made uh, their business through the telephone. They had no other marketing channel, huh. which was unbelievable Amazing. really to the level they were. Um, and they wanted someone to come on board to essentially be their marketing director and, and build a little team, so to speak, and strategically start to use marketing as a, as a vehicle to drive new leads into the business. Mm -hmm. um, so from now, as a quick perspective of it, we, when I first joined, we had no market, no market share in terms of pharma, no awareness online. Um, we were producing eight to 10 leads a month through the website and through other channels mainly through digital side. And if you ask me now on a bad month, five years down the line, what we've what we've got to is a bad month would be 80 leads, which is, Amazing. as you can see, the growth we've delivered, mm. particularly around on the digital side. Um, we've really improved our our acquisition. And now we're in that in that same level of what do we do next? And my job as the as the marketing head of marketing is to is to basically give that pathway to the team to how we're going to achieve and, and, and contribute to that next level of, of revenue, which is obviously doubling from 20 to 40. Um, and we, we, it will be a lot along the lines of creating new value propositions that support and um, will turn on our healthcare and pharma friends um, and, and understand that the fact that we can support them in their new product launches through our innovative HP3 model, which is coming to its own now because a lot of people are struggling to gain supply of packaging and whereas if, if they came to HP3 and used our model, they will have the ability to, to turn on different packaging because we have a range of sources, but also our tooling sets across Europe. So there's that, there's that, that availability, which is very much needed in these, in these sensitive times and, and times where you know, there's a huge demand for it. Um, so my job is to basically create that five-year plan for our team um, and then to start to work and partner, and I will do, and I will say this with our fantastic agencies that we do work with, um, to help us support not only grow the brand but drive the brand further. Um, and I talk in origin, and also talk in lifestyle at the same time. Hmm. So, so talk a little bit about some of the agencies that you you do work with. What areas are they specifically sort of helping you in, um, and how are you help? How are they helping you strategically drive and grow the brand? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll profess, I'd love to say that I am a master of every single marketing 
um, skill set uh, that is known to man, but unfortunately I'm not. Um, <laughs> oh, but, we need to end the interview here then. <laughs> um, but what I will say is my, my I suppose my, my skill set is, is brand development on a commercial slant. Um, I, I kind of see myself as a commercial marketeer. Um, so I'm really, I'm really enthused. I get enthusiastic about developing a brand, but yes, it's great to see really nice visuals, you know, get turn the customer on by what the product offers. But I, what I want to see is that sale coming through hmm. um, and showing the value. So that's my, that's my niche is I'm a, I'm a commercial brand development individual and I need the expertise from agencies to support me on that, on that journey. So I worked with a, a really cool videographer company who helped me bring my ideas to life, the team's ideas to life around product launches. Um, JJ Media, fantastic company in Hull. Mm. Um, but they, they are really, really flexible. Again, flexible like our offering to what we want and require. Um, and they support me in bringing that, I suppose, the, the, um, the product to life in a, in a, video, in a video format, mm-hmm. animation format. And then I worked with a, a design agency who helped me with the visuals. Um, and Phil, the creative director there, has been phenomenal. Um, I didn't set out with Phil five years ago. Um, Phil was an old creative director from my old agency days, um, the dark side in brackets. Um, but, yeah, I always wanted to you know, kind of reconvene with Phil and finally got to work with him. And he's been, he's been doing some phenomenal work with me around new product launches and and, and improving the brand of origin as well and lifestyle. Mm. He helped me launch lifestyle visually, um, mm. which was fantastic to get that that work that, that partnership back with him. So then, if you look at me as a as a team, I've for for a marketing director, then I've got a marketing exec, um, and then I've got a CRM CRM manager, and then we have a sample manager, which basically we have a big sample service within the business where if someone requests a sample, we can send it out, which is part of the marketing function. And then, and then I've got my three suppliers, my three agencies that mm. all work in tandem, but have all got their own expertise. And I basically channel that to be able to deliver and fundamentally deliver that lead to the sales team. Um, and I would call us a, as a bit of a hybrid marketing team because I don't envisage us in five years' time to have a PR manager internally. Mm. And I don't envisage us to have a, a designer sat at a computer next to me in, in the office. Mm. I just don't think it's right. It's the right model for us. It could be the right model for any of the other client side businesses, but mm. it works really well because not only they're really good people, but they understand and they get under the skin of origin and lifestyle and they help us to le- develop new ideas and drive further because mm. it's in their interest. Because if we're, if we're winning in sales and, and brand awareness and we're getting, gaining new commercial revenues, they're only going to be benefit sure. because we're going to increase budget. Sure. Super interesting. So, so from the SEO agency Screaming Frog to the videographer and to working with the design agency and, and Phil, is your approach to work with specialist agencies that have key skills in areas that you're lacking, or is it better for you to have you thought about working with one large agency, a full service agency that has all of those skills in house? What's your opinion there? It's another good question. Another good question, and it's one that I've battled with since since coming to the uh, to the client side. Um, I did refer to just then as I used to be agency for eight or nine years, mm-hmm. and I, I loved every second of it, um, just because of the, the sheer pressure um, that you're under. But it was a good pressure, mm-hmm. um, 
and don't get me wrong client side you are you've you're obviously dealing with one brand but you've got multiple service and products to market mm-hmm. um but answering to coming back to your question it, i battled with the fact that do i do i bring all those three services together and go to a larger agency that can give me that ability to to deliver those channels for me um and for whatever reason i've 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 had this, I, this, I suppose, this notion of if I went to if I went to a videographer, that's all they do, and that's all they deliver as a mm-hmm. as a little company. But if I had that within an agency, I'm not saying this is the case, and I'm, and I'd like to think I've got a decent amount of experience in the agency side. Seven times out of ten, they outsource it anyway. Mm. So why am I just going directly to the to the source? Mm. Um, I would say price point. If I'm going to be really, really frank, mm-hmm. if I'm paying for a team of 50 rather than a team of four, mm-hmm. then obviously my price point is going to be different because I'm not I'm not having to pay salaries of account managers upon account managers within within that bigger agency. Sure. But the positive side, which this is the battle that I have, is if I go to a bigger agency, I know that I will be able to be given um, an all-in-one, you know, consistent delivery of a potential campaign whereas at the moment admittedly i'm bringing in those four three or four different elements from video through to visual through to executing the campaign um i'm i'm actually kind of juggling at the same time but Mm. but isn't a problem because i know that i'm getting expertise from certain areas that i'm bringing together with the marketing team here at origin lifestyle Mm. and then we're executing but I, I, there's no bones about it. We're growing fast, um, and actually, resource in terms of human beings here is needs to be increased. And actually, it will get to a point where I'll go to a probably a bigger agency and say, "Right, here's a here's a product that we've got. I need you to help me now develop the campaign, develop the visual, develop the collateral that's attached to it, and let's go execute." Um, and I think we're getting to that point now. Which is interesting, mm. um, but I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd ever come away from that whole. I've got my reliable partners in agencies um, that are a specialist in what they deliver, and I'll never bring it in house. Super interesting. L- let's talk a little bit about selecting agencies. So let's say that we, you know, that you're looking for a really hot SEO agency, uh, video production agency, and design agency. What's the best way for you to actually select, choose, and start working with a new agency? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I kind of got a slight advantage with the kind of the experience that I've had agency side. Um, and you know how they tick. And I'm not saying that every agency is the same, but they, they work off the, a basic model, which is similar to one another. Um, and w- when you're going to select agencies, for me, fundamentally, is I would look at the people I'm working with from the outset because I understand when you go and meet a, an agency, you'd probably meet a director. Um, and I'm not saying this is always the case, but it tends to then be passed to the project team, the account manager, the account director, and they were going to deliver it. I want to meet, I want to meet those people on the day to day running of my account. And that's important to me is the people. If I get on with them, if I get on with them, that's going to make and create magic. Um, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to ideas, and you, and you you want to talk to them because you feel as if you speak to them, you, you'll create that idea, and that's that's the feeling you want from your agency. Um, and 
to back that up, which obviously is is the uh, is the BN and end dollars producing the product at the end of it, i.e. the visual and the campaign and 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 the potentially the brand development of it of whatever we're talking about. They've got to have that that skill set behind those good people to be able to deliver that final product. Mm-hmm. Um, so fundamentally, it comes down to people. I think if I if there's a good chemistry there, that's only going to support the byproduct, believe it or not, which is the actual development of the design or, or the launch of the, of the product. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. The from, from the point of view of how both the agency and the client gets more value from the relationship, how do you think about how do you think about that? Because one of the concerns that I get from a lot of agencies is that the client doesn't actually understand how an agency business is run, how it's structured, how it makes money. Uh, and because of that, they put unrealistic expectations onto the agency. One of the advantages that you have is that you've worked client side and uh, agency side. Um, how do both parties get increasing value from that client agency relationship? Um, it's a good question. I mean, for me, it has to be give them all warts and all of the business um, for the agency to be have a fighting chance of being able to deliver. Um, not only value for for the for the client that they have, but also to add value to the to the agency, so they understand and and get under the skin of of the industry that that the client's in. Mm. Um, the only way that you can produce value is being able to literally bring them through the business from from actual from you know a product being developed through it to being sold to a pharma company in in Germany. Is how does that product lifestyle sorry product cycle happen and and actually what is what is the the cost and what is the 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 profit and all that kind of good stuff around it giving them that understanding and blueprint will give them a fighting chance to understand how what the messaging needs to be like within that specific industry um but also gives them added value it's giving value to the the client because what what there are some good agencies out there um, and bad agencies won't do their research they'll just rush to it mm. get a board and they'll go well, um, but actually what they should be doing is actually entering the physical building of that business and getting a really under- good understanding of the team you know the history of the business and, and actually the vision of where the business is going because actually they're going to have a fundamental um, contribution to to the next foreseeable you know, a year, two years of this product launch. Hmm. Um, so there's got to be transparency. There has to be because otherwise, it's just not going to work. You're going to be running along two lines, and it's not, and it's not a parallel line. It's, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's a recipe for disaster. Um, so the idea is, is being transparent with the agency, so they can then understand the team within the client, in the client side, um, and and actually act as a as a jigsaw puzzle as part of the whole jigsaw. And, and be able to make that fluid so we can, you know, not only get on really well, but understand and gain value from one another through executing great ideas and then making them come to life. Hopefully that answers the question. No, it, <laughs> it, it, it really does. Last, last question before we get into our, our speed round uh, at the end of the interview, Richard. Um, let's talk a little bit about briefs because a, a really good brief really just exponentially increases the agency's ability to do fantastic work. And the, and the client sort of sets and starts an endpoint uh, and gives the project a solid foundation. 
to really uh, sort of deliver on what the business expects, what, what's the best way of actually creating a, a fantastic brief that an agency can run with and, and deliver on? So <laughs> you've, you've done this before, haven't you? You've got some good questions. Um, <laughs> um, it's a good, I essentially, because of my ability to understand how agencies work, I, I do go a bit OTT when it comes to brief development. Huh. Um, and the reason being is because some people, I'm not saying this is everybody, but there will be marketing people out there in client side who, who will go, right, we're going we're gonna to launch a product. Here's my budget. I need you guys to, to come with your expertise and help me launch it. You know, you've got, you've got creative license, which, you know what, there are times when that could happen. But with a brief, it's, I give them the stages. I give them the understanding of why we're doing this product. I give, them, I give them blueprint drawings and understanding what the product is and what it means to a market and who the consumers will be of this product. Um, and then I literally will map it out, um, what's and all onto the brief, to give them a real good understanding of how, which direction they should be going. But I'm not, I'm not clipping their wings. What I want them to do is see the brief in detail and actually question me. And that's why I encourage, because again, when it comes to marketing, I'd love to think that I have got the silver bullet for every single campaign <laughs> launch, for every single product launch that mm. I have. And I haven't, and I haven't, but I am, I am damn good at bringing a marketing plan together and executing it. Mm. But I need that odd, I need that odd gem of um, knowledge and execution from an agency to say, actually, have you ever thought about doing it this way? And that's what I prod. I want people to question, you know, that brief. Um, and I'm not always right. And that will encourage them to come back and say, right, this is what we think you should be doing. Um, and if you can give as much information as possible within that brief, rather than rushing it, you're going to have a fighting chance of actually having a successful launch and, and you know, a positive impact on, on what you're trying to do when it comes to marketing a product or a service. Hmm. Super, super fascinating. We're just getting towards the end of the uh, interview now, Richard, and uh, let's get into our speed round. So these are the short, sharp questions that I'll fire at you. And if you can fire some answers back to me, that will be Fantastic. I'll, I'll just pick some of these at random. Um, what annoys you about working with agencies and what do you absolutely love about working with agencies? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, what annoys me about agencies sometimes is, is the price point. Um, I mean, again, mm. I won't mention any names, but I would mm. say uh, about 12 months ago, I, I, I flirted with the idea of working with a bigger agency and it was for a product launch, um, and the price point was astronomical. Yeah. Now, I understand that. I, I understand that the fact that it's a high price point because they work with big clients across the world, and you know they're good, they're good for a reason. And, and I, I am a big believer in you pay for what you get. Um, but it is quite frustrating. Maybe that's a frustrating side of me because um, we have a sizable budget, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket because mm. I've got other products to, to launch. So, um, we have the ability to work with a bigger agency, but... I can't just dump all my, my budget on one product because I've got other things to deal with. Now that's probably the frustrating side. Um, and, and lack of service as well would be one. Just, just ensure that the customer's okay. Um, that's what frustrates me with an agency is it, it only takes an email or a phone call every mm. week. Um, even if there's no live project, see how you're getting on because at the end of the day, fun, inevitably you're going to open up the um, the client because they're going to say, well, actually, we've got product launch in three months' time. We need to start discussing it. Mm. So that service side, it frustrates me a bit um, and needs to improve from a, from an agency side. But the good bits, 
is is that is there just the pure creativeness of agencies, particularly around, and I'm going to be biased here, particularly around Yorkshire. Hmm. Um, there's some phenomenal agencies in our area, um, and I'd love to work with all all of them. To be quite frank, because some of them have done some phenomenal campaign work and some, some phenomenal, you know, technical SEO work as well. Um, but that's the good side is having that ability. If I could have, you know, a fox agency, I'm going to be biased, biased here, but <laughs> Love it. Um, a fox agency within my office, I mean, I'd, I'd be winning hmm. because I've got that knowledge, I've got that expertise, I've got that creativeness, hmm. and that's what really fire, you know fuels my fire is that is that you know what we could do this as a campaign and, and i'd <coughs> admittedly i don't have that every day because i don't have that soundboard mm. um and that's the good side of agency is is so many skilled you know exciting individual teams that that actually develop and deliver global campaigns which are phenomenal to see mm. um and you do and i do agencies and what they get up to because you know you never know there's that one day that'll come by and go do you know what We've got we've got to invest here, and we've got to bring in a in a bigger agency to give us that, I suppose that creative drive and, and implementation to to really drive the product. So that's the good side of of, of good of, of an agency. Hmm. Really interesting. And my final question, Richard, what's the single biggest thing that you have yet to achieve that you'd like to achieve in your career? <laughs> um, what is the single thing that I want to achieve? Um, I'll say it in present day, but um, I would love to see Origin and Lifestyle as the go-to um, packaging companies. Um, and I'm not going to be self. I'm not going to be. I'm not be greedy here, but mm-hmm. on a on a European level, mm-hmm. um, we are. I'd say we're halfway there with Origin. We've done some really good work, but I would say the single thing to achieve is to and to be that go-to um, two packaging brands who can support you with from concept through to completion or from sketch to shelf mm-hmm. um, is that is that full driven service 360 service and that is why I'm, I my burning desire my drive and my enthusiasm waking up in the morning is mm. how can we get origin lifestyle there but not just get there quickly and cut corners but show the quality and the and the um, the impressive knowledge and expertise that we have here as packaging experts and and get that out and get that message out and in and hopefully we may have an interview Nathan in, in four years five <laughs> years time and we're there and we're Definitely. there and you know what I I have no doubt that we will be and 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 I just I guess I I create that confidence from such a good back end yeah. of origin because they've got such a robust um, model and mm. some fantastic employees that are really going to help us get to that level and I'm I'm in the marketing. Dare I say, I think marketing bias is the most important function of the business. Of course, I'm going to say that. <laughs> um, but when we're just the guys who will take the idea, we'll bring sure. it to life, sure. we'll make sales for them. Sure. And, and they're, they're the guys with the ideas of the packaging. So that's what I want, is Origin and Lifestyle to be the go-to packaging company. Mm. Mm. There is no business without without marketing, uh, definitely. R- Richard, it's been absolutely fascinating speaking to you, and we'll get you back on the show in four years' time. Uh, Richard Quelch, thank you for being on the client side. Thank you. If you'd like to share any comments on this episode or any episode of Client Side, then find us online at fox.agency. If you'd like to appear as a guest on the show, please email Millie at fox.agency. The people that make the show possible are Millie Bell and Natasha Rosich, our bookish slash researcher. David Clare is our head of content. 
Ben Fox is our executive producer. I'm Nathan Anibarber. You've been listening to Client Side from Fox Agency. Join us next time on Client Side, brought to you by Fox Agency.